News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair, Ronan Murphy. He's the founder and Executive Chairman of Smart, Smart Tech uh, 24-7. He's also the co-founder of GetVisibility.com. Ronan, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Delighted to be on. Now, you grew up in Cork, um, part of a family business. I think your mother had a furniture business. Um, tell us a little bit about working there and maybe the commission plan that you learned at a very early age. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, we I, from a very young age, we were thrown right into the to, to the sales game, uh, s- selling um, custom made furniture, which which my mother still manufactures to this day, actually, and she's in her in her mid seventies. Isn't so, that uh, fantastic? She, yeah, incredible, incredible, and um, so I mean, it was it was a great learning curve being on on the, the showroom floor and you know negotiating um, uh, pieces of furniture with the customers and. Uh, I mean, there couldn't have been a better mentor to learn from than than Breda, you know. Great, great. Now, you found your way uh, to the University of Cardiff, is that right, where you studied business and and IT. So what was your first job when you came out of college? Yeah, so, I mean, when I left university, I went working in the US in Washington, D.C., for um, an internet service provider over there. And uh, that was a real uh, steep learning curve in terms of um, what was happening with technology and the internet. Um, And also, I mean, you were literally printing money because the internet was coming of age. Um, uh, I wasn't there long and the bubble burst. So overnight, there was hundreds of companies literally went out of business. Um, so I, I kind of returned home with my tail between my legs and I, I started working for um, a data centre company out in Blanchardstown. Right. Um, and it, there was still there was still momentum in the European space in terms of the Internet. So it started, I mean, that was my, my, my real exposure to the whole technology game in, 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 and the Internet and, you know, the art of the possible, I guess. And, and having been burnt in the, in the dot-com crash were, were you demov- were you demotivated at that stage what gave you the enthusiasm to sort of dust yourself down and go on yeah well i'll tell you it was an interesting one right because i was working for a company in blanchardstown and they went um, they were a, a large us backed uh, data center company and the company went uh, got into trouble and a lot of the customers who i had um, who were buying a co-location space from us actually needed a new home. So I decided then to move out on my own, to go out on my own, even though I was in, in my early 20s. And I set up a brokering business, you know, finding these um, technology companies, new co-location space and new data center space. Wow. Um, and, and, and that kind of led me on my, on my way. Very, very interesting. And then, like, when I look at your business today, Ronan, you know, I look at... Uh, smart tech twenty four seven, which is effectively in the cybersecurity business, and get visibility, which you're a co-founder of, uh, is in the um, AI business. It sounds like to me that you're a man who has an ability to be in the right place at the right time, given the needs of the marketplace. Yeah, I mean, um, it doesn't always feel that way, Bobby. I mean, there's, I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, um, you need, uh, I guess, you need a lot of staying power, and you need, you do need a bit of luck, and you need a bit of timing. Um, when I started in the cyber game, 
I remember, um, you know, I was pounding the pavement and knocking on people's doors, telling them that this cyber thing was going to be big and that they should really start, you know, looking at investing in it. And it was literally tumbleweed blowing around. And um, I, I had three or four years where it was a really difficult slog. And then about 2012, it really started to gather momentum. There was a few big cyber attacks took place in North America, specifically Target, the big retailer, right. had a major cyber attack. And that generated a lot of momentum in terms of companies starting to look at it. So I guess, I mean, timing timing was, was, was I was probably a little bit early. Yeah. Um, so but then you, had, you, you was, bore some right pain place. before again, before you had success. And again, when I talk about cybersecurity, uh, Ronan, are people still complacent, in your view, around protecting themselves from cyber attacks? Um, so cyber is, it's, it's a very evolving, um, it's an evolving uh, landscape, it's an evolving problem. And I mean, just barely a day goes by that you don't open a newspaper and you hear about the next major cyber breach. Only yesterday, a number of the large hospitals in North America were hit again wow. um, and taken completely offline. So it's a it's a huge challenge. It's a very it's a very lucrative business. I mean, cybercrime is the third biggest economy in the world after the US and China. So these guys are making a lot of money, um, and it's difficult for organisations to keep pace with the problem because there's challenges, right? There's the sophistication of the attacks. There's a huge lack of skills. There's a, a big investment in modernization of IT systems and applications, and that all introduces risk, right? So. It's it, it's it's constantly evolving. Um, it's not going away anytime soon. And if anything, it's it's probably getting a little bit worse. I would say. Okay. And how do you, as a company, then stay ahead of the criminals? In, and I'm I'm I know this is a very general question, but in terms of the pace of speed of technology that both the criminals and indeed the protectors, such as yourself, have to try. Are you chasing them in terms of? Of, of this is a new problem we haven't seen before, so let's build something to deal with that. Yeah, so, so I often use the analogy, I try and simplify this, right, because it's a complex uh, uh, conversation, but I often use the analogy. If, Bobby, if I'm up in the, in the woods with you, right, and we get chased by a bear, yeah. I don't need to be faster than the bear. I just need to be faster than you, right? And the bear's <laughs> going to, he's going to catch you and he's going to eat you, right? The truth, the truth about cyber is there's so much, there's so much low hanging fruit in terms of companies who haven't got good security practice, who haven't implemented the basics correctly that the bad guys don't really need to put a whole pile of effort into the high value targets who okay. do really well, who, who really bolster their defenses. They can just go after the low hanging fruit and there's just so much opportunity there for them. They don't really have to put too much effort into it. That's amazing that you say that. Uh, uh, but again, you're, as I say, you're, a, you're at the coalface there. Tell me then about Get Visibility and the AI business and where you're at yeah. there. Yeah, that's super exciting. So that's um, that that was born out of SmartTech two four seven. In so far as we were having a lot of challenges around uh, companies protecting data, so data security and cybersecurity are different, right? A lot of people lumped them into the same bucket, but they're different. So we identified this as a very uh, substantial challenge and problem. And we, um, back in about 2017, there was a lot of uh, innovation starting to really uh, gather momentum around artificial intelligence. So we decided to um, invest heavily in research and development in that area. 
Um, uh, my co-founder joined me, a guy called Mark Brosnan, a br- brilliant Cork businessman. And we uh, we started out building um, this platform called Get Visibility. And it does what it says on the tin. It gives organizations visibility into their data, but it's all powered by AI. So we, we built our own in a complete entire AI infrastructure. And that's been an incredibly exciting journey because some of the biggest companies in the world now OEM our technology, meaning they, they use our technology to power their capabilities. But we've also now got over 200 customers in 38 countries. We've just opened up our offices in Singapore. We've just been approved by the Singaporean government to go onto the, the, the government cloud in Singapore to sell into, um, you know, the, the, the major enterprises over there. We have a lot of clients in the Middle East and North America and Europe. Oh. And it's all artificial intelligence, which we've built ourselves uh, in Cork. Um, and, um, I, I, you know, Fortune 100 companies, we probably have... We probably have over 10 Fortune 100s using us. And, we're, and, and, and this isn't a trivial use like an app. This is a, an AI platform which is sitting at the core of their business, looking at all of their data, helping them get analytics and contextual understanding of that data. So it's very much enterprise B2B software. And it's, I mean, we're in an incredibly exciting space now. And uh, wow. um, I, the, the travel is a, bit, is a bit brutal because we're traversing the, the globe almost weekly now at this stage. Um, and 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 working, as I say, with some of the biggest companies in the world. And Smartech two four seven did an IPO in uh, December twenty twenty two. London Stock Exchange. It was a good day yes. for you. Um, it was. So, what gets you out of bed in the morning now, Ronan? In terms of of keep going, keep developing, and as I say, between AI and cyber security, you're probably in, you know, one two of the fastest paced. Uh, sectors on the planet uh, you must be really really excited and love what you do yeah i love it i absolutely um i mean it's an it's an interesting question and and i expected you to ask me this question so i try to uh, reflect on what the answer is and uh, truthfully i think what motivates you changes with time um when you start out in a business and you're younger it's literally you know it, Paying the wages. Can you can you get can you pay the wages and can you get a paycheck right? Um, you then obviously, um, I'm in an interesting position because I've I've now you know I'm I'm I've got a publicly listed uh, company on the stock exchange and I guess what motivates you in that regard is ensuring that you that you deliver value to your shareholders. Um, and it's a, it's a very exciting place to be because obviously access to, to, to capital and so forth is much easier when you're a public company. Um, and your trajectory for growth can be very exciting in terms of merger and acquisition and all that good stuff on a, on a, on a global basis. And so, so what motivates you there is, is a little bit different to, let's say, get visibility. Um, when you look at get visibility, it's, it's, it's deep cutting edge tech. Um, it, we're solving some of the most complex problems for huge global corporations. So it's it's both the the, the the challenge of building the tech, of solving the problems, of commercializing the tech. Um, so it's a whole different set of, of, of motivating uh, sure. factors that, that drive you in that business. But I think ultimately um, the answer is, I mean, what, what, what motivates me or drives me is, is you, know, you know, building um, sustainable uh, businesses and building good relationships with with people, you know. Well, well, listen, it's been a pleasure to talk to you today. Just very finally, uh, I know you got a helicopter license a few years ago. Any flying time, flying hours? How's all that going? 
I packed it up. I, uh, I, I, I lost my nerve. I lost my nerve. Um, no way. I, I, uh, I just saw too many people dying in helicopters. And uh, I just very, I remember um, the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back was I, I landed the helicopter and one of these big oil rig helicopters came in and landed next to me. And the captain got out of it and he was walking past me. And I asked him, I said, would you fly this now? Probably no problem. And he looked it up and he looked it down and he looked at me and said, I wouldn't fly that death trap for all of the tea in China. <laughs> that, that, was, that was enough for me. Well, listen, what a lovely story to end on. Uh, Ronan Murphy, founder and executive chairman of SmartTech247 uh, and co-founder of GetVisibility.com. Every success. Uh, what a business you have and uh, really so- sounds like a really, really fantastic roller coaster. So every success to you. Thank you, Bobby. News Talks Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling.